Welcome to the Square Apple Show. Hi, I'm Dr. Yong Shin Ning. I'm the co-founder of Change Voyage Consulting. After 20 years of corporate life, I successfully transited to be an entrepreneur. Wearing multiple hats as an entrepreneur, adjunct lecturer, mother, wife, daughter, sister, has taught me how to navigate life's challenges. And my secret is the Square Apple. In this show, I will discuss tips and strategies to change the way you think about your personal and professional life. Because if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Ready to activate the square apple in you? Let's begin! Hi, I'm Shinning. Welcome to the Square Apple Show. Today, I'll be sharing some of my thoughts about the value of empathy in our work as employees and as business owners. If you work with and for stakeholders and you want to increase your chances of of them accepting your work, then this podcast is for you. I recently hired a fresh grad into my company. She has been my teaching assistant in the university for two years and she has been a great help to me. Basically, she's a very independent worker and she anticipates what I need before I even voice it to her. So when she graduated, I immediately asked her to join me in my company as a change management analyst. One of the first tasks she was asked to undertake was to figure out a navigation guide for participants of our online learning course. We had been conducting all our classes in person and due to the COVID situation, we had to shift them online. In the face-to-face model, all our materials are on hard copy, so it's very straightforward. But with the moving online, we needed to be very clear with our instructions on the use of the technology platforms, logistics on pre-post surveys um, and location of case studies, group work templates, etc. There just seemed to be a lot of loose ends to be tied together. And as it was our first online course, we wanted it to be a good experience for the participants. Putting together a navigation guide seemed to be easy and there are um, a few moving parts. Some parts of our content wasn't ready because we were in the process of refreshing the materials and some of the logistics information wasn't available to us yet because it was undertaken by another party. However, she was able to overcome all the ambiguities very quickly to develop a very clear guide. When she had questions, she took me through them methodically to get my inputs. She understand what I meant by, I also don't have the answer, so I'll need you to think through. Working with her was like working with the extension of my brain. When I ask her to think through, she really does and the output is really good. Later, I got her to do many other interesting things that I would have taken a while to figure out, including setting up a regular cadence for our weekly social media posts, creating the sales funnels, creating promotional videos and editing my ebook. Whilst the output is obviously not perfect, um, it is in a very good state for me to start reviewing. The output always reflects considerable thought and frankly, I would not have been able to do better within the same time constraint. Uh, so she she's what I call a superstar analyst and I'm sure she's going to be a star anywhere, not just in my company. So out of curiosity, I asked her what was her mindset when she undertook the work, such that the output was always so on point. Without missing a beat, she said, maybe it's because I practice empathy. 
I see the piece of work from the perspective of the user. You know what? From now onwards, when I hire new staff, I'm going to get them to take an empathy quiz to gauge their empathy level. I may have also found the new predictor of a high-performance employee. Let's take a look now at what empathy is in more detail and understand why it might be important to acquire empathy in order to do our job well. At a high level, there are two, le- two types of empathy, um, cognitive and affective um, empathy. So what is cognitive empathy? The first, it is what you know uh, with your head, uh, what the other person is thinking and feeling. So you're standing in the shoes of the other party and you understand how a person would feel in a certain context. So it's still largely using your head. It's largely intellectual. The second type is affective. It's called also known as emotional empathy. So you can feel the emotion of the other party. If you feel sad, then if they feel sad, then you also feel sad. And the last type is compassionate empathy, which is also a type of emotional empathy, uh, where you're not only understanding intellectually how they feel, you also feel their emotions and you spontaneously move to help them if needed. Whilst there are points of view out there that talks about the pros and cons of each type of empathy, my focus today is not to split hairs, but to talk about why practicing empathy is key to high performance in an organization setting, what happens when there's not enough, and what can be done about it. So why is empathy important? When we practice empathy in what we do, we stand in the shoes of the consumer of the output. In the case of my staff, she's standing in the perspective of the final consumer of the content, be it our followers on our social media pages, the prospective buyers who will be seeing our sales messages, or the course participants who will be following the guide to locate materials, or me who will consume her research to develop course content. Because she imagines the path that we will go through, she designs an output fit for the consumer. And in turn, there is a higher chance that the output will be well adopted by the intended target audience. Of course, if her mind map about what the end user will experience is completely off, then it's a problem. That may happen for a staff with little experience, but that's not really a big issue for me now. Then, can empathy be learned? This is a very important question. Of course, when I'm hiring a new staff, I could ask questions or give quizzes to ascertain if they are high in what I call the empathy quotient. But if I have existing staff, how can I encourage them to be more empathetic? I came across a website called Very Well Mind that summarized how someone can learn to practice empathy. The first is to put aside your own mental model. The, first, the fastest way to complete something is based on a mental model that you are very familiar with. So for most people, intuitively they would see the world through their own lens rather than the lens of the end recipient. This is how we are wired. So we have to actively ask ourselves, what is the worldview of the recipient? Could it be different from ours? And how different is it? The second is to listen intently which is um, in a way related to the first one. 
A lot of times when we listen to people, we are looking for sound bites to fit into our mind map. So we pick up what we want to hear and discard what doesn't conform to our mental models. So to practice empathy, listen to understand what is the mental model of the person so you understand the whole and not just the parts. The third is quite interesting. It's using your imagination. And I really like this point a lot. As a change management practitioner, I do a lot of change impact assessments for the client arising from technology change, process changes, etc. Although this sounds like a technical exercise, it requires the use of empathy to track the path that the users will go through. And a lot of times, we can only imagine what the users will experience because the future state is one that no one has seen. And secondly, we cannot anticipate how various personas will respond to the change. So it's like doing a mental dry run of the future. When you practice empathy in your work, the questions that you ask will be more insightful, your work will be better accepted, you establish better rapport with your stakeholders. You will also get an unfair advantage over others who can only see the world through their own lens. We are near the end of today's episode. I hope my sharing has given you some food for thought on the value of practicing empathy in your work. Remember to put aside your own mental model, listen intently and use your own imagination. If you're working with and for people, empathy can get you to where you want to be much faster. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have questions or thoughts on this episode, please connect with me on LinkedIn at bit.ly forward slash square apple. That's bit.ly forward slash s-q-u-a-r-e-a-p-p-l-e. Thank you and see you soon. Thank you for joining me today. I'm very honoured to have you here. If you would like to keep going and want to know more about the number one Southeast Asia's leading female entrepreneurship network, head over to Soul Rich Woman at S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com and download the free ebook on how to get clients and multiply your income through personal branding. Remember, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Do subscribe to The Square Apple Show and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye for now.